how do you respond when someone reminds you of how old you are? Hi, this is Peggy Haynes, the Making Midlife Matter podcast, and we're going to talk about that whole age thing today, or at least the way some people approach the whole age thing. First, a personal word here. When I I launched this podcast, one of the commitments I made was to be consistent with it. Every single week, I'm getting that podcast out there. And when I was out of town one week recently, I got up early and recorded it. Before the rest of my team was up, I um, beat them to Starbucks so I could do the processing part. Got it out there. So I was rolling. But here's the one thing I didn't figure into the equation, and that was bronchitis. That's what knocked me out. If you noticed there was no podcast last week, it's because there was no podcast last week. Uh, You would not have wanted to have heard me. Oh my goodness, I have had those epic coughing fits. I am not immune to them now. Hopefully... um, I could dance around them and, and getting this podcast done because I'm really excited about this topic and I was I was really ready to uh, to record it last week. So the other week I was talking with a friend of mine and and telling him that um, a, a shoulder issue I'd had about five years ago was up again. It's just a, a thing called impingement. Um, last time I did some physical therapy it got better that's what I'm doing now it's getting better it's just a little slow and uh, at first he was very you know sympathetic and and caring and and wow that's really lousy and you've had a a tough stretch of it because this year has not been my year in some respects Uh, but then he said he gave me that look and he said well you know we are getting to be that age. And I got to tell you, it was so good. I was already walking away when he said that because I wanted to slap the man. Now, why? Now, I, I'm not one of these people who's trying to deny that I'm getting older. If you met me, that would be abundantly clear because after like decades of coloring my hair, I have let the natural color grow out, which is snow white. I mean, my, there has not been a dark hair on my head for years, probably decades. So I'm obviously not trying to hide the age thing. And I'm not in denial about it. You know, I know that as our bodies get older, change happens. Um, some of the things include, you know, having to, to take longer to recover, just being more aware of it. Uh, one, early one morning, I was, I was working out at the gym, it was about 6 a.m., and I commented to someone that um, at that time of the morning, there were two kinds of people. There were the young guys who were trying to get big and buff, and then there were the old people like me who were just trying to maintain well, I got to tell you that my, my friend's comment really irritated me. And I really bristle when someone says that. And here's the reason why. I never want to get into that mindset of because I'm getting older, X, Y, and Z has to happen. 
because I'm getting older, I can't do A, B, or C. So one of the things I do is I kind of collect stories of people who don't fit that mold. Like a um, neighbor we used to have, who the, um, there's a, a house that we lived in when I was born and, and moved when I was two, but the, the man who was our next door neighbor in that house, uh, at 80 years old, he taught himself Greek for the only reason that he had always wanted to learn Greek. One of the consequences, and by the way, I think that's a perfectly lovely reason for teaching yourself Greek when you're 80 years old. You just want to do it. Uh, one of the consequences of my being sick last week and this week is that um, I missed out. I had canceled some plans I had to meet up with a friend of mine who happens to be 87 years old, I think. And um, this past fall, she took her annual biking trip in Europe and biked in throughout Lithuania. So, like, what did you do on your vacation? My friend in her 80s biked. And I love stories like this one I saw online. And uh, I hope I'm going to pronounce this woman's name right. Jeanette Bedard, it's B-E-D-A-R-D, call her Jeanette, uh, finished the Boston Marathon this year. It was her, um, I'm sorry, not Boston, New York City Marathon. It was her 16th running of the New York City Marathon, which is, you know, incredible in and of itself. Here's the kicker. She's 85 years old. She runs about 70 miles a week. And lest you think she's, you know, someone who started running as a teenager, she did not start running until she was in her 60s. Uh, and let me see if I can, can find... 68. Um, 68 years old, she ran her first 10K and then went on from there. And there's a story in, in Runner's World. It talks about her. Her, her daily runs averaged 10 to 13 miles. Um, that was down from 18 when she was in her prime. She runs every day um, on the beach. She runs on sand, and she says, you know, cold weather, warm weather, it doesn't matter. She said, if it's cold, you dress more. It doesn't bother me. You have to have the desire, the will, the willpower, and I have that willpower, and I love it, she says in this article. Now, here's the great part. My body is responding very well to my mind. Okay, so there's the key right there. You may not want to run marathons, but when we set ourselves up, when we start giving ourselves messages like, well, you know, you're getting older and, you know, bad things happen. Your body's going to start falling apart now or you're not going to be able to do that thing you want to do. Our bodies fall in line with that. I mean, our minds are incredibly powerful. 
Now, I know stuff happens. Injuries happen. Um, I said this has been a, a tough year for me. I've had some, like, really freak injuries and illnesses that just kind of knocked me out of things. I had to um, give a leg injury, a really freak bone bruise injury, and I had to give it, like, I think it was like five months for it to heal up. So I haven't been able to, I'm just now getting back to doing those kinds of active things I love to do. So stuff happens, but what happens is that when we buy into this plot line, that as we get older, we have to get more decrepit. Well, two things happen. One is we pull back. So we don't do the things that keep our strength and our balance and our endurance up. We stop doing those things or we don't start doing those things. And our bodies try to get in line with what our our mind is thinking. You know, if you've heard of the placebo effect, it is that sometimes in in trials, the people who are not given the drug, they are given the, the sugar pill, the placebo, they also improve. That's the placebo effect that they so believe they are getting something that helps them, they improve, which has always mystified me as to why we don't spend more time researching this placebo effect I mean, if our minds are that powerful. I love her quote. My body is responding very well to my mind. Now, you may be thinking, yeah, that's all very well for you to say. But you don't know my situation. Yeah, that's right, I don't. And we are in all kinds of situations and Sometimes we we just have to work with what we have, whatever that is. But what I really firmly believe is don't cheat yourself out of what you do have. One of the things that can happen in midlife is we take that as to the, the entry point into a downhill slide, and it's like, oh, it's all downhill from here when it doesn't have to be. There was a book that was called um, Well-Being, I think. That was the original title. Um, And I want to say it was by Howard Kleinbell. Um, Yes, I just saw it on my bookcase. Uh, Great collection of of research and insights into living as fully and as well as we can. And, and one of the things in his book is that he talked about a study that was done in a nursing home. At least with 80 and 90-year-olds, I, for some reason I want to say that it was all 90-year-olds, but whatever, with older folks in a nursing home. And in this study, they started this group on just very basic strength training. You know, very light weights, and I don't remember the how long this study was, but you know they they got them lifting these light weights, 
here's the remarkable thing, is that for these folks in their 80s and 90s, which um, the, the contemporary wisdom says, oh, you know, it's too late, you can't build any muscle, it's just all downhill from here. That wasn't true. They got stronger. And they got stronger in a way that was functionally incredibly significant. And that the people who had been in wheelchairs for no other reason than just they got weak, their muscles got weak, they couldn't support themselves, which is what happens if we're not active. The people who were in wheelchairs had progressed up to walking with walkers. And the people who had had to depend on walkers to move forward were now walking with just a cane. And guess what? The people who had been using a cane to balance themselves didn't need it anymore. Now you may think, ah, oh, you know, losing a cane, what's the big deal? That is a huge deal. Um, I mentioned earlier I had this freak injury and part of what it meant was that for those five months I had to use a cane. And I remember the, the sense of freedom I had when my leg got better and I didn't have to use the cane and now I had both hands free. It was like this incredibly liberating experience. So the fact that these people just through doing basic strength training could get rid of their canes was fantastic. So if, if you say to me, well, you know, we, we are getting to be that age, you're not going to get a good reaction from me. I probably will not slap you, although I won't absolutely promise. <laughs> I probably will not slap you. But I'm not going to be real chipper about that response because I am making a choice that I don't want to lock myself into a box that is smaller than it has to be. I want to be like Jeanette out there doing her miles day in and day out because it's what she enjoys and it's what she does. And at 85 years old, she is still running marathons. And incidentally, she didn't finish last or anything like that. She beat like 3,000 people in that race. So I challenge you to really think about and pay attention to what you tell yourself about getting older. How do you interpret midlife? Do you really see it as, oh man, it's all downhill from here? Do you see yourself as being more limited physically than maybe you have to be? Are you holding yourself back? I'm going to try to, um, to post a link to this this uh, magazine article in the show notes because it's such a great story and it's one I invite you to not only to read but to pay attention to what's the story that you're writing in your life 
And if you want to start running or swimming or doing water aerobics or to figure out how to do start out that strength training program or to sign up for a boxing class or whatever, do what you need to do. You know, the obligatory check with your doctor first. But, but don't put yourself in that box. And don't buy that line that because you're a certain age, you have to, your body has to be declining in a certain way. Don't give away what you got. There's some stuff we're going to lose as we get older. That's, that's the truth of things. But don't give away what you don't have to. So I'd love to get feedback from you on this. You can always email me at Peggy at PeggyHames.com. That's H-A-Y-M-E-S. Peggy at PeggyHames.com. As I'm recording this, it is the day after Thanksgiving, and I've got a really exciting announcement on Cyber Monday. So I invite you to stop by HeartCollings.com. If you can do that on Monday, great. If you're listening to this podcast later, you can still go to HeartCollings.com, and the uh, the announcement will still be up there, just, you know, not with as much confetti. So... We do this almost every week, and I hope you will join me here. Take care and live big. I'm Peggy Hames. See you next time.